Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to the Brunch and Slay podcast, where we shine a light on innovators, brands, and we do it in the name of the culture. I want you to be inspired as you listen to today's episode. And I want you to always remember that if she can, I can, we all can. Today's episode, we have a woman here who's pretty innovative. She is one of those folks who has her natural talent, and she's figured out a way to make it feed her spirit and also feed her pocketbook. So... (laughs) You know, I want I want you to help me welcome to the show Miss Carice Ajuzi. And I know I probably just butchered your last name. <laughs> so I want you to hello, first of all. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. And actually you did pretty good with the last name. I've heard that go like in ways that I'm like, where did you get that from? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, please co- correct me. I will not be ashamed for you. I want to make sure I pronounce it right and help me. Give me some, give me a lesson. Okay, it's Ajuzier, but I've had oh. a juicy, but it's Ajuzier. Yeah, that's really that's even prettier. Ajuzier, <laughs> that sounds so exotic. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, Carice. Hi. So, how are you doing on this beautiful day? I am doing well. I'm doing okay. I'm excited to be here. So, yes. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. So excited. So, one of the things we uh, we kind of dive in a little bit in the beginning is talking about you as an e-commerce strategist and a founder of Fashionpreneurs, the Fashionpreneurs Lounge. Let's talk about that. First of all, tons of folks have these amazing online stores and we can always use a little more strategy. How did you realize that you were a person with a little skills when it comes to e-commerce strategy? So, wow. (laughs) Let's take you back to the start. (laughs) Yeah, take us back. Okay, so when I was in college, I, um, I had this obsession to start a business. Um, and back then I used to be the person who used to find like, I'm not like, I don't call myself a fashionista, but I, I'm really into finding stuff that not a lot of people have. And so I used to be that person where you're like, oh, we're just going to have happy hour. And I dress like I'm going to something else. (laughs) And so people would always ask me like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? And so, um, I started this whole research on how to start my own business, the several models and all that stuff. And so I was like this walk-in human with all this knowledge, but I was just too afraid to start. And so I remember helping a friend back then who had wanted to start her own business. And I helped her with the website set up with all the stuff that I had learned from my own business. I just went and put it in hers and she started and her business started to do really, really well. And so I then sat down one day and I was like, wait, this is your dream that you've always wanted to do. And you just went and you helped somebody do it. And yours is still an idea in your mind. Mm -hmm. And I was like talking to a friend one summer and still talking about this online boutique that I want to start. And he was like, I'm so sick and tired of you (laughs) 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 talking about this business that you haven't started. Why don't you just go and do it? And then years from now, you're going to know that you at least did it instead of just being afraid of starting. And I was like, damn, I mean, you didn't have to come for me like that. 
<laughs> so I started it and I had like an online boutique for about five years. And um, I tried several different models until I found one that was actually working for me. And the whole purpose has always been to showcase um, brands and designers that weren't really getting, you know, the the attention or the publicity that they would they would have wanted. Let's call it exposure, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Yeah. So, <laughs> what I did was I actually had done a dropship method, but I did it in a different way where I was going to brands and like working out some kind of an arrangement with them and saying, "Hey, I have this platform. I have this number of, um, you know, uh, subscribers or customers or whatever because I started off actually selling in bulk and then I started having people request for like I just want to buy one and so I started doing that and so I was like I've been doing this a while I would like to carry your product and so that's how I started like filling up my store because I I went the route of buying inventory and keeping it at home and I was like I just I can't I this was just a lot of work and so that was an easier way for me to do what I love and still help people out. And so I started doing that and I did that for a long time. And I was like the girl with the boutique, the boutique owner. And then I started having people ask me out to coffee. And <laughs> they would ask me out to coffee, which was actually a consultation, but I didn't know that that was right. <laughs> she's, she's giving y'all some real pointers here. I hope y'all are taking notes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that that was what was happening. I was just like, yeah, 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 you can do this. And I'm like, and they're like, well, I try. I was like, no, 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 don't do that. You should do this, 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 this. <laughs> and I was like throwing all this out there. And it just randomly came up with another friend of mine. And she was like, um, are they paying you for that? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're just having coffee. She's like, no, girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just having coffee. You're over here telling people how to make money. So. <laughs> Um, put a price tag on that. And I was like, and I struggled so hard because mm-hmm. um, I was like, no, um, I don't want to do that. Uh, the boutique is what I want to focus on. I don't want to do that and do this and blah, blah, blah. And I started finding myself more and more enjoying the process of like helping people. And I remember I had a coach and every time we talked, she'd always told me that this was the route that I was supposed to go. But I was like, no, 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 no. You know, I've been wanting to do this since I was in college and everybody knows me. It's like, I felt like my identity was kind of tied to that boutique owner. And I was just, I didn't want to separate myself from it. And I was just mm-hmm. like, no, I can't do it. Da, da, da. And, you know, sometimes I, I always tell my clients that there's always a time that sometimes it comes to a point where you have to pivot. And the point of view switching up sometimes it was because you started in the first place because you know we there's always something that we're supposed to do but it's when you take the first step that you start to get a clearer idea of what it was actually supposed to become say that again say that again (laughs) (laughs) i said a lot of times there's something that we're supposed to do and it's you actually taking the first step and doing you know what's right there in front of you that you then get a clearer picture of what the actual plan is and yes. so I feel like starting the e-commerce was the stepping stone for me to get to where I am right now and so I started the learning carriers as a consultant on the side but I wasn't even serious about it I was just like eh, you know just so I can legally charge you <laughs> <laughs> 
let's just have this over here so you can know that you know you gotta pay for me pay for my time or something like that and so um eventually i um i partnered with somebody and i we did a pop-up slash fashion slash an art show and the whole point of it was i was showcasing the stuff that i had but we also showcased a lot of indie designers and smaller brands and had it was kind of like a it was more so like what i was doing online but we did it in person and it was while i was doing that that the idea for fashionpreneurs lounge came to me and the same friend who had told me to charge for the consultation i remember calling her it was one long day when we had like we were like two days before the actual event and the idea had kind of had formed to kind of a place where I felt like I could explain what I was thinking. And I called her and she was like, I have never heard anybody do that. You should go for it. And so the whole process of putting that event together was just like, if there was just this community of other fashion entrepreneurs where we could have just leaned on each other's strength, it would have been easier to put a lot of things together. And I couldn't find that network i couldn't find any network like that that existed and so i was like okay i should probably create it and then the question was like well you're the boutique owner and, and then now you're consulting and now you want to start a community <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah there's levels to this right <laughs> and there's this voice in my head like are you not just confused right now like what are you trying to do like why are you doing this and now you're doing that and you're doing that you just all over the place and that <laughs> Yeah. And, and I had this come to Jesus moment where I was like, okay, God, what's up? <laughs> like, what are we, what is the next step here? What are we supposed to do? And I, st I, I kept feeling like the chapter for the, the, the boutique had run its cause. Mm. And it was time for me to step into this. And I was so afraid. And I was like, no, I, I can't. I don't, I don't think that that, you know, I was, I was, I think I was more so afraid that people were going to be like, well, she probably filled as a boutique owner and now that's why she's doing this and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And so I was really, really afraid to like step out of that and step into this. And I think it was something that my sister had told me that actually got me thinking about it different. She was like, you've been wanting to do this boutique thing for a long time and you did it and you were successful, but it took you so much time to get to a level of success. And even when you got there, it almost always felt like there was something more. And when I started the consultant, it came so easy. Um, it, it paid me faster than, than the, the boutique stuff because I knew what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And things fell into place so much easier that I think I took it for granted because I didn't, you know, it, it, I felt like, well, I didn't really put that much effort into it. So it's probably not that, you know, important or it's not that it doesn't have that much um, value or something like that. I don't know what it was, but I didn't put as much importance on it as I did with the boutique. And she was like, just think about all of the people that you could be helping. And if you avoid helping them because you're afraid of, you know, whatever it is, that you're afraid which is pretty much just an identity that you've just caught from yourself like you just decided that you're going to be known as a boutique owner why can't you be known as something else <laughs> right you know and i think that's that's a, everything you're saying i resonates with me because i get it and i think 
literally I had to step back sometimes and I'm like, you're not Oprah, you're not Beyonce, <laughs> whatever brand, and this is for everybody, whatever yeah. brand you created, if you're not, if your name isn't synonymous with Oprah or Beyonce, you can change. Right. Yes. Those are like some of the only people who cannot change their brand. And if they do, we'll follow it anyway. But right. don't think it's a mental block that we create for ourselves by saying, oh, I can't it's be really anything other than this. Oh, I got, oh, I got 5,000 followers now. I can't change. They expect this. Okay. What about the other millions of people who don't know who the hell you are? Right. Right. <laughs> they don't care. Invent yourself to reinvent yourself tonight, break up tomorrow with whoever the hell you want to be. And <laughs> her. Right. And, and I'm right. so glad I want to go back to the beginning of your conversation where you talk about that friend who was like, girl, I'm, if you tell me this one more time, thank God for all those friends. <laughs> right. I know. Think of us as like, entrepreneurs like, girl, if you don't take that leap already, or if you don't leave that man already, <laughs> if you don't go to the gym already, if you don't put that donut down already. Yes. Thank you, friends. Keep on it's being so those friends. <laughs> it's really so essential to have people like that because they're, and, and it, it's, it, it's important for us to kind of like really be very, conscious about the people that are around us because I kid you not there are several other people that I've had that same conversation with and they would just sit down and have the conversation with you and then you know it switches off into something else like you know it's what it is and I actually I had a friend who when I started called me and laughed in my face and was like you really think people are gonna buy stuff from you you must be joking like literally laughed in my face thanks and hater that's what we're gonna call <laughs> <that friend>. thanks <laughs> hater <laughs> actually never spoke to them after that call because I got off the call and I was like wait what just happened <laughs> right and that's and that's another hey we're, we're gonna be real about this that's another thing don't share your dreams with everybody especially right. when it's in infancy um because that's so, your baby right I it's like somebody so telling your baby's so ugly devastated. yeah like, I was like okay maybe I'm overthinking this you know you know maybe you're thinking too big here maybe 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 <laughs> you know I'm gonna say this now there's no such thing as thinking too big Thinking big helps you get to the ideas, like you said, that help you get on the right path. Thinking right. big gives you delusions of grandeur that are big enough for you to take that leap of whatever that is, whether that's applying for a new job, even updating your resume. Should I apply for this? I only have six months of experience. They need two years. Yeah, think big. What do they constitute as two years? If you've been taking courses on it and dreaming about it for two years, I would say that's a little, you can kind of, you can finagle that a little bit. Oh yeah. And you know, a lot of times when we get dropped in situations where we need to prove ourselves, especially for something that we've been wanting, we, we step out of ourselves and like do it. Like that's one thing that we as human beings, I know we can always do. Like if we actually want to, and yeah. we find ourselves in a situation where it's like, you have got to do this or else. We will find a way. <laughs> it's all about evolution. And, and I think that's been, way. that has been the theme of Brunch and Slate for probably for months now. If I tell you how many, I need a quarter for every time we hear pivot on this show the last six months. <laughs> we are in a different season and I think it's okay. And oftentimes when you're a person who has it together, quote unquote, you have a hard time telling yourself that it's time to let something go or it's mm -hmm. time to take a leap because you can give everybody else grand advice, right? Mm -hmm. they would have come yeah. <laughs> Oh, girl, you can see it crystal clear. But you are yeah. too close to your situation to see all you need to do is stop worrying about what other people think. So mm -hmm. what if they think your boutique fell? Your bank account says it didn't. Right. Right? Right. Right? It, 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 and it's so what if it did fail? That's the whole part. Just because that wasn't a success doesn't mean what your the next project won't be. It isn't going to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, the first cake you cook from scratch may not be all that, but that 10th cake though, right? Mm. It's like, come on. Right. Because at this point you're like, okay, I know that I messed it up at five because I did this. 
and then I mess it up at nine because I did this, and then you take all of that and you bring it back into ten and you just yeah. kill it. <laughs> and you wake up in the middle of the night saying, "Man, this was easy." You know why? Because I failed so much. I knew what the hell to tell people not to do. Right. Lessons, right. y'all. I hope y'all see. You can find a message just like folks who go to church. You can find a message in anything. <laughs> take any scripture from the bible for the most part and figure out how to make it apply to whatever you're going through it's the, absolutely it's absolutely. all about perspective this episode was produced and edited by s1g1 productions there's a place that shines a light on women who operate in excellence a place that creates experiences for women and partners with entrepreneurs and businesses and brands who value your dollars. That place is brunchandslay.com. It's experiences you love, connections you crave, and content that inspires. Brunchandslay.com. We're building something. And now back to Brunch and Slay. absolutely you just took the word out of my mouth <laughs> so yes that's how this whole thing started so um my goal still is to still do like the pop-up version of things um so one of the things that i am working on right now is to facilitate pop-ups which you know still has that whole concept of bringing smaller brands in front of people who don't know about them so it's also easier to do stuff like that when you have a community of people who are like already doing like absolutely and then you can get them together and like host a pop-up and and, and let people know that hey you know these are some local brands or even if it's not local you know these are brands that are doing stuff that you you need to know about now where are you located dallas texas what well, I actually saw, you know, in my research, I saw that you, one of the people in your community is someone who I love and who is definitely a friend to Brunch and Slay lineage, Kapenzi. Uh, I don't, I don't know. If you, yeah, I'm sure your group is large, so you probably know, don't know every single person by name, but she's just, uh, her brand is amazing. This Kapenzi, you guys have heard on the show, she is the owner of Lineage Luxury Handbag Line. And oh, wait, I went yeah. to her, uh, I went to her, uh, she has something at the beginning of last year or something like that. Uh, yeah, Nostra was it Nostra at Neiman's? Neiman's, something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I I think that community is everything, we're all one degree of separation away from somebody else. But I love the fact that we're sharing the ins and outs. I can't tell you, I've said it before, I've had several businesses before Brunch and Slay, all of them were different, every single one of them was different. As a matter of fact, before I launched Brunch and Slay, I was about to open a nail salon, Uh, yeah. I was about to open a nail salon. It was something I always wanted to do, like a cute little posh place for us girls to go hang out. That did not work out. And I was not devastated. And I kept wondering, why am I not devastated? Why am I not devastated? <laughs> time and energy. And literally in the back of my mind, this baby was brewing. And even since I started Brunch and Slay, it has pivoted immensely. And it's about to pivot again. So I make, again, I don't, I'm not Oprah. I'm not Beyonce. I will continue to pivot every time the spirit moves me. <laughs> So what do you wish you knew back when you were about to launch this particular area as far as the Entrepreneur's Lounge? What do you wish you knew then that you didn't know? I wish, oof, so much. So back then before I did it, I actually, I think I just, I didn't really have so much of a plan for it. It was more so, you know, let's just do it and see if people are interested. But you know what? I, I'm glad you mentioned there's no plan because the wheelhouse that you're in right now, it's pretty new. 
right? Mm-hmm. These memberships and subscriptions, mm-hmm. how much will people pay? Mm-hmm. What, how often should it? Should it be annual? Should it be monthly? Mm-hmm. Should it be quarterly? There aren't a lot of blueprints, especially when you start talking about people of color. We yeah. don't yeah, have absolutely. a lot of people. There's no pioneers. So you're literally creating it as you go. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. And picking it up and going. Yeah. And so yeah. at the time it was more saying, you know, let's just see, you know, if there's an interest, blah, blah, blah. And so we started. And then I think back then I started off trying to be a coach and was just like trying to teach, teach, teach. And then I realized that, um, because I thought, you know, that's why people are here because they want to learn, you know, let me learn. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> And then eventually I started to realize that a, a lot of people, yes, they wanted to learn, but they also wanted to connect. And for some of them, they just wanted to like either get to know me or get to know other people or, you know, just some people just wanted to listen in on the conversation. And I think it's been trying to understand that there's like several different people and that people come into your space for different reasons. And it's naive of you to think that they're here for just one thing and and, and try to be so narrow-minded, trying to just give, you know, this is what he- they're here for and just throw it at mm-hmm. them. I yeah. think that there's so much content out there. And if people wanted to consume more content, they know where to go. Consume. Oh, okay. Now that's a word. <laughs> yes. You're right. But it's also not only, like you said, we have these ideas of what our brand is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then it evolves. Like I'm going to talk about Ben and Jerry's because everybody knows Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Mm-hmm. When they first started, I believe they wanted to like, it was like one flavor they wanted to master in or something along those lines. It was very narrow. They actually went out of business and uh, had to close down but it was so good the things that they didn't want to promote is what people wanted and in a nutshell i'm butchering the story y'all, y'all go to NPR, <laughs> how i built it and listen to their story and you'll really hear about how a lot of times we get and, I, and that's why i think that resonated with me so much at the beginning of the show when you said you know you start out doing something but it, doing that thing is part of that path it, mm-hmm. it's part of making that vision clear you have to whittle it down and yeah. you can't will it down without some sense of experience, some sense of a need. Like mm-hmm. you said, there wasn't a community. A, this, we're in a huge movement of communities right now, right? Communities are yeah. being built. They're popped up. Brunches and, and work, work and learns and retreats and, and all these great things because people are searching for community again because social media is great. We love but that timeline, right? Well. But we want the That's human connection. Well. Yeah. Right. We want to know that there's somebody I can call up who's and, and as you evolve, you want to be around people doing the same thing you are doing so that your friends can say, girl, stop. Like you need mm-hmm. a group of people who get it. So you don't have to bog your friends down with your entrepreneurs. Right. Want anything to do with being an entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> you will lose right. friendships behind that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing um, how beautiful this time is that we're in and how how this journey can of life can evolve mm-hmm. from everything from you're seeking trying to get pregnant maybe you need to be around other moms who are having fertility mm-hmm. issues or maybe they're pregnant mm-hmm. too during your life there will be so many different seasons where you need different like-minded people that's true and, I, and that's literally i think something that we don't talk about as a culture and i and i'm going back to culture because i truly believe what you're creating and what you've created as far as creating this space and shining a light for designers and indie designers, a lot of them I'm sure are women of color. Yeah. 
And in our community, and I say women of color because I'm talking about our Indian sisters, our Asian sisters, all mm-hmm. of us others, quote unquote, who are really the <laughs> right. on another episode. Right. Um, right. A lot of our people are tend to be reluctant unless we're on trend, right? So yeah. when we're in the stage of free thinking and in the stage of building something, it's like, that's cute, but I'd rather spend my $100 at, on this bag because everybody knows what it is. Right. That's when true. did we stop being innovators? That's true. Right? You're, what you've created is for the free thinkers, the innovators, and the people who are beating, marching to the beat of their own drum, which mm-hmm. should be a lot more people. Yeah. Right? And, and I think that there, there are a lot of people like that. I've, I've come across a lot of people who are, who have this conversation where you're like, you know, I've been wanting to do this. You know, like a lot of these people have been wanting to do this. And there's a lot of things that goes into people being, people not going after what they're supposed to do. Like Absolutely. I talk to some people and I'm like seeing all of this potential. And it's just like what you said, when you're talking to somebody else, you can see all of the things that they can do, but because they're so close to it, they can't see it. Mm-hmm. And so there's like, even though I've been wanting to do this, I think I'm this. I'm like, or I've been told, I'm like, no, that's who you are. <laughs> like, Amen. Yeah. That is who you are. And uh, until you like step into that and like get rid of that mental block, like you were saying earlier, we will all, I think we, we have the ability to always hold ourselves back because we don't believe in the magic that mm-hmm. we already have. And, and, and it's, it's important to me that most of these people go after it fearlessly. I'm like of the opinion that I would now, after my friend told me, you better start this business right now because I want you talking about this. Right. <laughs> I am of the opinion that I would much rather start, fail, start something else, fail and keep starting. Because oh yeah. I never, I never want to be in a space where I'm like, damn, you know, I wish I had, or what if, Yeah. you know, <laughs> I literally, my motto is I will not leave this earth saying I should have, mm-hmm. I would have, and I could have, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to take those leaps. I'm going to jump out that plane. I'm going to do whatever it takes. So there's no regret. I don't want to go to bed every night saying I should have said this instead of that. No. I should apologize. I'm going to apologize quickly. I'm going to fail fast and hard and I'm going to get up and I'm going to pivot. And yeah, I talk about it all the time when I talk about uh, Big Magic, the book. And you said there's a lot of people with these ideas. A lot of people say, I, we needed this. I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on your ideas. There is your interpretation of what whatever your idea is, is going to be totally different of my interpretation. Absolutely. Right. Don't be discouraged. I literally was listening to, um, what was I listening to? Something, I don't know. But when I first started podcasting, there were 300,000 podcasts. Now there's 500 plus thousand podcasts. They keep growing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. A lot of people are discouraged by that number. I'm not because it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You know, that 500,000, that's just like saying, like I go back to nail salons. Just because I would have opened or might still open a nail salon doesn't mean it's the only one. How many nail salons out there? How many right. burger joints out there? You got McDonald's, you got Hardee's, you got Burger King. And you sometimes got- you're like all in a strip. <laughs> yeah. And it's all about preference. McDonald's has a secret sauce that Burger King doesn't. They have a flame broil. You know, they're mm-hmm. all different and they all have a different taste. So you go yeah. for what you want. Like, and this goes back to what you were saying, Carice. To assume people only want your McDonald's burger every single day would be an error. 
because they want that flame bro on, on 4th of July, right? They want, they want certain different things at certain different days. Right. They want to meet their right. needs every day. Either right. you add more to your menu or you get in front of more people so that you can keep that rotation going. Absolutely. And that's what this is about. And I, that's my long winded way of saying, don't be discouraged because somebody else is doing something similar to what, or just like what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. That's another There'll thing. Always be somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the truth. Like there will always be a competitor and that's what makes it, you know, that's what makes it worth doing in the first place because you know that yes, all these other people are doing it, but I'm doing it in a way that's unique to me. I'm doing it in a way that I've been called to do yeah. because now, this is my assignment. <laughs> now, one of the things you also do on your, on your site is you're a cre- you help with creative direction. And I think that's a lot of places where people get stumped when it comes to, I saw that you help with photo shoots, you help with all types of things. Tell us about the services you actually offer through the Fashionpreneur Lounge. So in the Fashionpreneur's Lounge, so the... <laughs> The Fashionpreneurs Lounge is kind of like under Learn With Cares. So the creative directing and all of that is more so focused more on the Learn With Cares portion of things. But then most of those still go into like, you know, the Fashionpreneurs Lounge. So with the Fashionpreneurs Lounge, I do, we have like a monthly brainstorm sessions. And I call it a brainstorm session because I didn't want to call it a coaching session because I didn't want it to be me just like telling people what to do type of deal. Right. And let's be honest, people don't like the word coach. (laughs) <laughs> like really i'm gonna tell all y'all people don't like that y'all don't people don't like that word coach because the first thing they're like what are your certifications what kind of coach right, are you? Right. right and if you don't have that stop calling yourself a coach don't say that i'm done yeah <laughs> no no and, and i always feel some type of way when i use that word i remember talking to another lady um i can't remember her name right now she also owns a community and i was like i really don't like people i don't really like it when people call me a coach i feel like eh, i wouldn't go that far <laughs> But um, so the whole purpose of it is to have, you know, when I think about a brainstorm session, it's more so that everybody comes in and we all share ideas, our struggles, what's going on. And it's always interesting to see different people interpreting situations differently, right? Like we can all hear the same story and take different things out of it and, 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 and then come back and say you know what what about doing it this way you know so so that's kind of like what I enjoy about having several people like share what what it is that they're struggling with or what ideas they have going on and then having other people put their own two cents to it it's always interesting when you hear people bringing up solutions that are completely different from your perspective because sometimes we think differently and some you know we have that blind spot where we can't see other things that are happening Uh, and they see holes that you don't see exactly exactly so i love i love when we get together and do stuff like that we do co-working um we do it we started out doing it in person but i've taken it virtual and one of the reasons i did that was some people were like well you know i'm not in dallas and i would love to be part of it and i'm also trying to set this business up in such a way that i could do it anywhere and Mm -hmm. so i figured if i took it online people from wherever could, you know, join in and, you know, have a co-work and we just co-work together. And basically we'll talk about, you know, what are we going to work on today? What are some things we're hoping to achieve? And then we just, it's like working with other people. And sometimes somebody brings up a topic or a question like, oh, I'm working on this right now. what do you guys think? And so it, it's always really interesting too. And like, oh, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Mm-hmm. And so we have that conversation too, while each person is like working on whatever it is that you're working on. And 
I feel like I, I really always enjoy those because I also take it as a time to like knock some things off of my list. And so we just get on and we like co-work together. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. We have um, guest interviews. This summer it's kind of slowed down because everybody's traveling, everybody's having fun. So like everything's kind of slowed down this summer. Um, but typically what I like to do is, and now I'm going to be, I'm working on changing how that goes, but we're going to be having like guests come in and just, kind of have like a conversation based on stuff that we you know that is their expertise because I know that I'm not good at everything I know about a lot of things but I'm not good at right <laughs> everything. so so I, I try to bring in people with like you know different expertise and backgrounds and stuff like that and it's always interesting to have them talk about because this is stuff that they do you know day in day out and then have the community kind of ask questions based on what they might be um have you know whatever questions they might have about that but I, we also have courses within the community so um i was one of the i really struggled <laughs> with creating courses like one of the first things that i did when, when i first started one of the things that people kept pushing was like you should create a signature course of three thousand dollars <laughs> oh yeah everybody will tell you that you need that i'm gonna tell y'all that too you really need to know yourself because I can't tell you how many people literally, especially when it comes to sponsorship, because I definitely know a thing or two about that. They're asking, why don't you, and I did a small cheap course just because I was like, just because, I mean, I'll keep, like you say, you keep asking me out for coffee and you want answers anyway, and you want me to sit on the heat for an hour and a half. So just take the course. And if you really want it, it's worth 29 bucks. That's the way yeah. I did it. I kept it cheap because I'm like, if you're serious about it, you'll pay $29. If you're not, then don't even bother. Yeah. But don't let people talk you into doing stuff you know good and hell well you don't want to do like yeah, you still have I, to own it yeah you it, just, have to it was so difficult because everywhere i turned it like you can just do it like and and i have nothing against high ticket course and all that stuff but i also knew who i was working with and i was like i've been where they are before i didn't have right three thousand dollars to throw at somebody do you think i couldn't have hired coaches at the time if right. i had three thousand dollars when and i just started <laughs> Right, it would have went into more inventory. It would have right. went into more. Yeah. Into my business, what you mean? <laughs> I get it, and I'm not, and and, and it's, it's just, I really, and please don't be offended, past guests who are coaches. I'm not knocking you being a coach because y'all. Oh, no, you can put a price tag on. Right. I, I, I'm like, can you put a price tag on whatever? If you whatever you say you're worth, that's what you're worth. And right. Pay you that and own it. But but I just didn't it just wasn't something i felt like i was no close to you <laughs> no and i and i'm saying that be true to who you are if you know that you don't like talking to people don't start a podcast I, perfect example when i first started branch of study we had a blog i'm not a blogger i'm not a writer i can talk all day every day till the sun goes up and the sun goes down that's why i have a podcast because that makes sense for me it doesn't make sense for me to commit to a blog every week it's not gonna happen y'all yeah. i'm telling you that right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you can't be consistent really don't do great. it yeah. to figure out what your medium is i i have a blog but i'm not a blogger and that's why my blog is probably updated like once a month mm -hmm. and on months when i'm feeling really excited i like twice a month <laughs> 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 but like when i first started it was like oh you need to blog like every day i was like what what am i gonna talk about every day would you <laughs> right and nobody re and i'm gonna say that too it's a limit just like it's a it's a special people or person who listens to podcasts it's special people who read blogs yeah. everybody doesn't do it that's why social media wins because pretty much everybody doesn't mind scrolling your feed. That's why that's great advertisement as a segue, right? Yeah. To whatever your platform is. My platform is our 
website for shopping brunches say and other artisans but it's mm -hmm. for learning information and connecting with different women is the podcast that's our major platform you guys have right. seen us evolve into this because when we first started i didn't have a podcast i wanted one before i started i was already into them i had a dream of one day maybe mm -hmm. and then thankfully i had some friends and a, and a friend just like you know what i would listen to yours they were just <laughs> And no one did at first. And I tell y'all the truth. And even the first six months I started this podcast, I didn't even look at the numbers because I just wanted yeah. to do it. You and, know? And I think that that's, it's good that you mentioned that because when you first start a business, I think that social media has kind of made everything feel so easy. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of people, they start their business and they think they're going to like make a bank make bank yeah. in like i don't know how long like they give themselves like not enough time right and so when they start like either wanting to quit or they're complaining and you're like okay so like how long have you been doing this <laughs> do you know that people have been in business for 10 years and they yeah. didn't even like <laughs> make money through like the 10-year mark <laughs> yeah. it's not for the faint of heart no, it's, like, it's, it's like, not instagram yeah like don't don't ever feel like you know you have to put that much pressure on yourself okay. i feel like it's more so it's important to it's it's more important for you to focus on what are the actions that you're taking because if you're taking the wrong actions 20 years you're still not going to make it no. and people are fickle that's just who we are like literally i was talking to my intern this morning she was like hey we're not getting a lot of likes i said oh honey i'm not worried about likes oh instagram is like messing with everybody now yes, so i said oh, no my, i said i'm not worried about that instagram doesn't pay me for likes so we don't care right y'all if y'all do like it i can still see you're looking i can look at analytics yeah because we see that you see them so yeah. it's like yeah okay so that's fine and i had to tell her i was like hon all i care matters to me is that they the people who tap into bunch of say they know we're there i've never paid for a follower i've never done any of that those folks who follow us are genuine when they want to see what we're doing they come because mm -hmm. i think we have a niche product it's kind of like some things you don't need a barbecue grill all year right so if you follow a barbecue grill site you're you only going to go there when you're right looking around for one, right <laughs> right you go to kroger's page they are like the, i think the largest grocery supply company and grocery company in the in america and they're not they don't have thousands of likes but guess what they got people coming in that building every day All right, right? The so bank account stays different right so don't get caught up in those likes y'all that don't mean jack shit. instagram is not paying you for likes now affiliate marketing might but that's a whole another story but they have programs now that they can look at your impressions and they still mm -hmm. know they're like getting really smart with stuff like yeah, that they don't care about like that stuff doesn't work anymore so if you're in all those pods you know uh yes okay but it's it can be it can be taxing it can become exhausting to be in them and you don't have to do that i just want to let y'all know that that's not what brands are checking for so anyway so okay. i know <laughs> i mean i'm just being real with y'all people ask me these questions all the time and i try to tell them so y'all probably noticed like before the algorithm changed i used to get thousands of likes and when I stopped getting them, I was like, what in the hell? And then like this week, I probably had some posts that were 15 and 20 likes. I slept good both nights. <laughs> both nights. You know why? Because I don't get a check every month from them. That has nothing to do with what I'm doing to build a business. So, you know, thank you, Instagram, for the free advertisement. Every ad you post, people won't like. Sometimes mm -hmm. you got to recall them. So, yeah. So now I know you have a special product uh, and a special pricing for a bunch of slate audience so that they can join the tribe and get to know more and those, especially those folks in the fashionpreneur area. So tell us about that. Okay. So drum roll, please. <laughs> Brrr, sorry. <laughs> okay. So um, the, with the fashion Fairs lounge, uh, it's at $15.99 a month. You get all of that. So the courses, whatever new stuff that comes out, you get access to all of it, no additional cost at $15.99 a month. 
Now this summer we're doing like a $9.99 to become a member, but I will give all of the people who listen to this podcast and decide that they want to become a part of it. I'll make it $7.99 and you can just use brunch and slay. So you would go, so instead of going to like the main, um, the main fashion premieres lounge website, you would just go on Lauren Karras and go over to get connected, go to fashion premieres lounge. And there's an option to join and use code brunch and slate and you become a member for $7.99 forever. <laughs> hey, there are perks to this, right? You're trying to be a better woman. Look at me I'm finding, finding discounts for y'all, making things happen. So no, I love it. Thank you for that. And I will put that in the show notes. I'll make sure you guys have all the, um, website and all that good information in there. And I know if you're asking, no, the last few episodes, I have not put show notes. You know why? Because I am out here living my life. And I, will, <laughs> and I am trying to be consistent, but I will go back and add them. I have them, but I'm just being real honest with y'all. Life is real right here. Y'all don't even know. If y'all knew what my day was like, if y'all knew how many times my friends are like, really? I'll call a friend and I'm like, oh, so we having cocktails? Oh, I don't know. Did you send me an invitation? <laughs> Did you? It's not on the schedule. It's not happening. Yes, I'm like, you shady queen. Yes, we're going. I'll send you an invite in two minutes. But like, seriously, <laughs> that is my life right now. And I'm not complaining. I enjoyed it. I prayed for it. I asked for it. So I expected it to happen. But I want to let y'all know, this is why you don't have any show notes in the last few episodes, but they will be there very soon. So, Carice, one of the, this has been beautiful. We have gone way past our little uh, time because I have so enjoyed talking to you. But I got to know, you know, one of the things we like to do for our community is just as much information as you've given us and then given us this awesome discount. We got to know what good vibes and prayers can we send your way to support you on your journey? Uh, I always ask for the same thing. Same set of things. Um, I always like to, I always ask to be pr- people to pray for me for wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and discernment. Mm-hmm. Those are That's the key. That's the Mecca. Yeah. That I always ask for because I feel like if all of those are aligned, everything else just falls in place. I love your vibe, girl. <laughs> thank you for being on the Got show. Got that from King Solomon. <laughs> oh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. So if you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you and letting you hear a different perspective and learn a little something different, then I, you know what I want you to do. I want you to go ahead and review and share with a friend. If you're not ready to write a review yet, you're still out on the fence or you're just not one of those people who write reviews, just share the show. Share it with two people or share it on your favorite social media platform. And I want to give a special shout out to Island Music Lover for saying This is a top quality podcast. I love every episode. The topics and the guests are always interesting. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, girl or boy or or somewhere in between. No shade. I thank you. I appreciate you. And I would not be here without you. So until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Play. Bye.